I want to hit on Benjamin Hardy's book, uh, Willpower Doesn't Work, specifically on noticing who you're competing with. Because if if you found that you're progressing, your skills are progressing um, slow, um, if you find that you're you're really not advancing the way that you want to, maybe year after year, it kind of kind of seems like it's the it's the same thing over and over again. It's like you're not getting any any further. It's because you're competing with those at the same level as you. And this goes for any profession, but it's really glaring in the sales profession. Because if you think about who you're competing against, the core of your crew, y'all sell right around the same amount of units. And really no more. Every now and then you'll have a little blip of a better month. But when you boil it all down, when you average it all out, you guys are all selling around the same amount of units. And you say, well, man, I can't hang with the top producers. I can't hang with the top producers because here's your two excuses. Number one, they're getting all the house cheese. So all the management, man, tends to give them favor deals. The house cheese is what we call it in the car business. And of course, they're going to get the house cheese because they're top producers. They've earned that. If if they walk differently, if they compete differently, then why would I want to stoop down and give you something at a lower level? Versus if I've got, if I've got, so the game winning shot, do I want to give it to um, little Johnny from eighth grade or do I want to give it to MJ? That's what I'm talking about. So immediately the first thing when you, when you say, well, man, I can't hang with the top producers because they're getting a house cheese. Well, okay. That's, that, that's the first excuse. The second excuse, man, that, that we tend to give also is they don't have time for me. Of course, they don't have time for you. There's never going to be a moment in time where the top producers or the top in your field ever say, hey, I'm holding registration for you. That's free. No, no, they're not teaching class or they actually are teaching class. They're just not holding registration. So if you want to get in their class, man, then you got to start. You got to start joining their level. See, if you want to advance your skills, then then what you're going to have to do is is you're going to have to play with more advanced rules. In his book, um, Learning, An Inner Journey of Optimal Performance, Josh Waitzkin um, said that when he was learning Tai Chi, he always would, or he would specifically train with those who were way more advanced than him. And he called it investing in failure. And I love that term, man, because he invested in his failure. Did he get his ass kicked? Absolutely. But what it did is because he was competing with those that were way more advanced than him, what would happen is, is, is his, it, it, the, the, this process, it compressed and it quickened his skill development. I mean, think about that. If you're playing with somebody way more advanced than, than you, yes, you're going to lose and you're going to lose a lot. But think of how much more advanced that you're going to be. See, because what happens, same thing with, with weight skin, these, these, when you compete at, uh, with, against people at a way higher level, these mirror neurons are, are going to actually kick in. And what they do is they, they, the, the mirror neurons are firing back what they're seeing. So what it did is it allowed weight skin to mimic match. And he was able to counter, he was able to counter his competitors. And as he did, he got better and better and better. So his skills actually progressed faster. So you can't practice being seven feet taller, but you can play seven feet taller. 
because of epigenetics. And epigenetics are the signals from your environment that are responsible for the genetic makeup more so than your DNA. This is why you say if you want to change your results, you got to change your environment. You hear that over and over again. That's true. It's epigenetics. Because what you can do is, is, is you can change your gen genetic makeup. See, your genetic makeup is always changing. And so if you want to change your results, then, dude, you have to change your environment. You, I, I, can't, I can't change my environment and be seven feet taller, but I can play at a whole higher, different level. I can play at seven feet taller. See, it's always changing. And a lot of times, man, we, we don't realize that. Now, same thing. If you're playing at a superior um, level and you go down in level, eventually the epigenetics is going to adapt to the lower level people and you're actually going to lose those skills. But if it goes down and you can lose those skills, then you can gain those skills too. But bro, you got to graduate. You got to play with more advanced rules and you've got to play at a, at a completely higher level. You got to play completely out of your mind is what you got to do out of their mind. You got to get out of your mind and get into their mind. See, you've got to stop competing at eye level and learn to compete at their level. Stop competing at eye level. Those that you see and instead of stargazing, instead of um, uh, just, uh, just, uh, and standing in awe, looking at those uh, at a higher level than you, instead of looking at them, watching them, being a spectator in their world, you start competing in their world. You got to always punch above your weight. Hardy writes that unsuccessful people make decisions based on their current circumstances, while successful people make decisions based on where they desire to be. Bro, you may want to rewind that and listen to that again. Go ahead. I'll wait for you. Because see, when you complete, uh, when you compete at a higher level, it becomes, it's a competition, but you're competing becomes more of a collaboration because what you're going to do is, is because your competitors play at such a high peak state, it causes you to bring your very best work. It causes you to have to stretch even further in all kinds of different areas. Dude, you're going to develop skills and, and, and bring out skills that you never knew that you were capable of or that you even possessed. You had those. This is why people say, oh, he brought out the best in me. You hear that all the time, man, with, with, with competitors. And I mean, you think about um, the NBA, NBA players like Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. There are some people who got on the court with Michael Jordan and who stargazed, who were like, I played with Michael Jordan. No, you didn't play with Michael Jordan. You didn't compete against Michael Jordan. You were only on the same court as him. And I remember hearing a story, I think I've talked about it before, where Kobe Bryant, they told him, I think it was in his rookie season. Here he was, this, this young man child. He walks on the court with the legendary Michael Jordan, and they told him, whatever you do, do not look Michael Jordan in the eyes, because if you do, you'll unleash the beast. And he's going to make sure that you never make eye contact with him again. And Kobe stepped on the court and made eye contact with Michael Jordan. Because Kobe knew he belonged on the court with Michael Jordan. See, that's a totally different mindset. Did Michael Jordan have more advanced skills than him? Yes. But see, Kobe was punching above his weight, and he always practiced punching above his weight. He always punched above his weight, and they brought out the very best in one another. That's why they were way more advanced. I mean, think about it like this. 
if you had a year to train with Serena Williams and you were on the other other side of the tennis court, okay, and she for hours, man, is just is just throwing these fireball serves at you. the The first day, bro, you're not even gonna be able to see the ball. It's gonna it's gonna fly by you so so fast. But if you start responding to her serves your mirror neurons are going to start adapting to that. Will you get your ass kicked? Absolutely. But because you're you're responding to her serves, because you're competing at a different level than her, and you're not sitting there, oh, wow, that was a fast serve. No, you're actually out there to compete. You're saying, I'm going to figure this out. I'm not playing at eye level anymore. I'm playing at her level. I'm playing at their level. When you start doing stuff like that, those mirror neurons are going to start connecting, man. And they're going to start contracting in ways and producing results. And and you're going to play at a more advanced level, way more advanced than if you went and got retired Joe from the clubhouse and played with him every Saturday. Uh Uh-uh, it ain't going to work that way. See, this is how you can drastically elevate your game. And when you do this, when you compete against, when you punch above your weight, you're going to use less energy. You're going to use less energy because think about when you compete at eye level, when you compete against a bunch of average people, there are masses and masses and masses of average people out there. So there's so many different styles. I don't know which style I'm supposed to adapt. So that's many times why we still get average is because you're competing with so many different styles at an average level. But if you start punching above your weight and you compete at a higher level, there's only one or two styles that that you actually have to compete against, man. That's it. And so it eliminates a lot of the mental currency, the emotional currency of which style do I go with? You pick one or two and you compete against them at their level. Totally different game change. And you're going to develop your skills in massive ways. But first, dude, you got to get out of your head and get into their game. And you got to believe that you belong there and that you can compete. And you're going to see, and as you do, when you believe that you belong there, when you believe that you can compete with them, you're going to see things at a different level. You're going to see different angles of them because you're going to move from being a spectator to one who studies what they're doing. And you'll start asking different questions instead of saying, oh, wow, how are they doing that? Oh, my God, that's amazing. I wish I could do that. You're not doing that anymore. You're sitting there and you say, look, I compete. I, I, I belong here. And so you start asking questions. What are they doing differently? How are how are they how are they uh, crafting their work and how are they marketing their work? Where are the holes? What are they not doing and why? And then. And then you respond. You send some back over something back over the net, something that they can hit. And you say, I belong here. Punch above your weight. Stop playing at eye level, man. Life's too short. And you've got more skills in you than you give yourself credit for. But you don't know. You don't know because you've never competed at a higher level. And the way that you do that, you don't get invited. You invite yourself. You put yourself in the in the game. You put yourself in the mix. And you stop playing by whatever life's rules are. And you say, where are the holes? Where can I go? Some people, man, there, there are people, you, you want to be like Oprah, Oprah, Oprah Winfrey? She's not going to invite you, man. She's not. But you can play at her level. You better start studying instead of worshiping her. Figure that out.
You want to be like Gary Vee? Fine. You want to be like Grant Cardone? Fine. You want to be like uh, Bill Gates? Fine. Tillman Fertitta? Fine. Play at their level. Compete at their level. You belong there. Study them. Figure it out. Ask good questions to yourself. And then respond. Remember, never settle. Keep selling your way through life no matter what. Stay in the sales life.